0: welcome to a new episode of tv sessions uh it's been a while but we're back and uh today we're very excited uh to be talking about succession again uh that's right one of the one of the best shows on tv has uh, returned with the season premiere for the final season uh my name's gabe and i'm here with my co-host kat uh how's it going
1: i'm good i'm i'm excited i mean a new season of succession what's not to like
0: i know i miss this show so much uh and just watching that first episode is just like oh man i just i missed it (laughs) it's so good there's no other shows like this show i just it's the dialogue it's so fucking good
1: yeah totally there's nothing else like it around so it's great to come back to it
0: yeah yeah exactly um i did want to ask you though um just because it kind of surprised me like were you surprised when you heard that this was the last season
1: yeah i had no idea like I mean it makes sense, right? You want to go mm-hmm. out when you're really high. You don't want to mm-hmm. you want you don't want people to be like, "Oh my god, woman like, kill off the show." But mm-hmm. I could have gone like, you know, 5 6 seasons.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just mean like story-wise, the way season 3 ended, I was kind of expecting like, "Oh, now that the kids are together again, we're gonna get like a season or two or like of like a slow build. So I was kind of surprised when it's like, Nope, this is it. <laughs> so I it kind of like at first I was a little confused because they announced it so late. I was like, really? Like that's it's just the final season all of a sudden. But um, based on how the season started and like the show is still so good. I still have a lot of faith. I think this last season's gonna be very memorable because they don't have time to drag anything out. It's just like everything's gonna shit's gonna hit the fan pretty much all season, it feels like. So I'm kind of excited about the fact that it's the last season, even though story wise, I was like, really like kind of confused a little bit. But um, the way the season started, it's like, this is going to be great. Like, I feel like it's going to end on like such a high that it's going to go down as one of the greatest shows ever, just because like, they have no time for it to like get worse in quality at all, you know, like,
1: yeah, I wonder if they knew that this was going to be the last season when they were writing it, or if Mm -hmm. after finishing, like writing the season, they're like, you know what, Mm -hmm. we're good.
0: I think it's the second one, just based on what I heard. I think I heard mm-hmm. online that uh, when he was writing it, he didn't 100% know it was the last season. But as he like finished, it kind of like became clear that it was probably going to be effective for it to be the last season. Like I think he had like an idea, possibly it could be continued. And then in the end, he just decided, you know what, it just works to end it here kind of thing. So-
1: You know, that makes sense. And it's honestly the best case scenario. If when you're mm-hmm. writing, you come to a conclusion and you're like, you know what? that's it
0: Mm -hmm. exactly he trusts his writing and his storytelling enough to be Mm -hmm. like I can just leave it up to like my instinct you know like I don't have to just say one or the other and then like after finishing it writing it shooting it he was like you know what this is probably it and like it kind of works that way like works well that way I think
1: yeah totally it's way better than having like a studio pressure you into making more seasons or the studio to be like okay like Mm -hmm. you need to stop now
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly, like,
1: like being H- able to go out on your own terms is, you know, the exactly
0: best. HBO trusting him enough to just do his own thing is great. Um, yeah. but yeah, I guess uh, we had a lot of fun going season three, like all those years. Ago. I guess it was over a year ago. It was like a year and a half ago. Um, where we talked about every episode. So we're gonna try to do that for this last season. Hopefully, it's fun. Um, I think we can get right into this first episode of season four. So it was, it was pretty exciting. Um, it was called the Munsters, Apparently, that's the episode title. Um, and- a very
1: interesting title
0: yeah it is very interesting um so let's just get right into it like what were your general impressions like what did you think of this episode overall
1: it it was interesting
0: Mm -hmm. interesting it was
1: interesting um yeah like i i've said this before on this podcast but i don't i don't think succession is necessarily great at first episodes of seasons yeah
0: yeah that's fair like i
1: said before that the pilot is like one of the weaker episodes for me
0: i think of the whole show you have a good argument yeah Yeah. the pilot's probably a weaker one yeah
1: yeah it's kind of a mixed bag
0: because there are
1: some really great moments and some other moments where i'm like this is kind of like mid-season stuff like for the Mm -hmm. first episode of a season i want like i don't know
0: yeah Fair enough. Yeah. Um. I think what, I'm a little. You know,
1: what was your impression?
0: Yeah, I, I'm a little more positive on it. Actually, I'd say quite a bit more positive <laughs> on it because um, I think maybe part of it is like the show feels different a little bit because like the, the dynamics have changed. And oh, I think a big reason maybe why you might have been thrown off a little is they did a big time jump and they've never done that before. Like that was something I was thinking about. The other seasons, when the season ends, it almost picks up right where it left off. Like season one, like the wedding and all that shit happening and like. The, the next season just picks up right with broken Kendall after he killed that guy. Then season two picks up right after he betrayed his dad. Like this was the only time so far where it's like, they just skipped a bunch of time. Like there was like three or four months that they skipped through. And I agree with you for like the first 20 minutes, I was kind of like, it felt a little off. I was like, wait, it feels like they've skipped a lot of story kind of thing. Um, no, but you're, you're totally right. Because yeah.
1: I think in the past what they did is between episodes, they would have up to a month in between them mm-hmm. and it wouldn't bother you at all. But mm-hmm. you're right. From one season to another, the first episode of the season is a continuation of the finale of the last season. So maybe mm-hmm. that is all that I'm, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, you might be I think right. that
0: might be part of it. Cause I did feel that way a little bit where I was like, this feels strange, but then something about like the halfway part of the episode when like the plot really kicked in. And like, I'd say the main plot was like the whole stuff with Pierce, like they were bidding against each other for Pierce. When that like, once that like plot line started to get going, by the end of the episode I was like I loved it. Like I felt like the episode just flew by and I was like I missed the show. So I was pretty positive on it in the end cuz like I really enjoy how different the dynamics are like seeing the siblings work together is just fucking awesome. Like um and like Logan being sad is like a very different dynamic than we're used to. So there's just like Yeah,
1: that al- I think that also kind of threw me.
0: Yeah, you're, you you like a badass Logan, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I like yeah. the conversation with him and the kids, and there's none of that. Yeah,
0: that's true. So They're it's separate. Just, it's, just, yeah.
1: it's different. You're right. It's just yeah. not what I was expecting.
0: Yeah. So maybe it's just like the table setting for the season threw you off a little bit, but yeah, I mean, if we get once we get more into specifics, I, I think it was like classic succession. Like there was a lot of awesome shit in this episode, but um, I was thrown off a little bit in the beginning. But yeah, we can go into like some of the plot lines. So um,
1: yeah, let's do it.
0: Yeah, like I guess we'll start with like the siblings working together. So I really enjoyed how they are working together their dynamic has definitely changed and they're more positive around each other and I guess they introduced pretty quickly that they had an idea to like start their own company or something um I thought that was the 100 yeah the 100 um yeah I don't know that was kind of a neat thing that they just threw out the window right away (laughs) like it was like oh they're starting their own business and then Roman seemed to be the one most interested in keeping that going but his siblings just kind of shut him down when this other idea came up which is kind of interesting
1: yeah, it's interesting. I remember seeing an interview that um the actor who plays Roman, um Kieran Culkin. Uh, Kieran yeah. Culkin. He yeah. said that um the person who he thinks should um, take over the company is his character because yeah. he's the most like his father in that I kind he wants to run the business. That's all yeah. he
0: wants. You know what? I I think I would argue he's right especially based on this episode because yeah. out of the out of the three kids, Roman was the smartest one because He made a really, really good point um, when he said that the reason that they wanted to pursue the Pierce's was because they just want revenge on their dad. Like he says to Ken, who's like, Kendall, you just want to fuck over dad. And Shiv just wants to fuck over Tom. And like, he's right. Like their motivations are like for petty revenge. Whereas Roman was actually like, I kind of want to like actually start something new. And like, we'll see where this deal goes with Pierce. Like I have a feeling they kind of fucked up, even though they're happy at the end, like we'll get into that later. But um, I think Roman made the most smart, he, he, he had the most smart lines in this episode where I'm like, he's kind of right. <laughs> they're, they're very petty. And like, he even said, like, he's skeptical about going against his dad again. Cause like, I feel like he even has a line where he's like the season three finale when he was in that room, like he doesn't want to go back to being in that room. Cause he was very traumatized by that. Um, I have a feeling he might go back to his dad, <laughs> seriously. Like, you never know. Like,
1: yeah, you never know. It's, it's very possible. And and they know from experience that their dad is always a step ahead. Mm-hmm. But but that's what makes the ending so great, because they think that they're there for the first time, actually one step ahead of, of him.
0: Yeah, they did win they in that, that little battle. battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's the thing about Logan is like big picture. He never loses, right? So I feel like something's going gonna... right.
1: to... They may, they may win this battle, but they may not win the war. And I exactly. have a feeling they, they won't.
0: I, I do have a feeling too that this deal they did with Pierce either either the deals was a bad deal and they shouldn't have done it or um Logan's gonna do something to fuck over the decision they made or something or like they're not gonna be able to afford the 10 billion like something's gonna go wrong (laughs) that's pretty much I feel like
1: I think Um, it's more likely the first thing that you said whereas the deal is probably not a good deal
0: yeah it was just not a good business decision yeah yeah and then Roman would have been right he was the one who was doubting it so yeah um, yeah, I, I really liked seeing the Roys work together. Um, it felt like Shiv was kind of like, had the most focus in this episode, I feel like. Like, Shiv kind of felt like the main character, if you had to pick one. Like, she she was awesome to watch, I thought. like
1: Well, I think she's the only one that Nan can tolerate.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. And yeah. the way Nan played them was really smart, because <laughs> she was always like saying, oh, this sucks. This is, like, she doesn't like the bidding, even though she literally played siblings off of their dad really well because they ended up overbidding <laughs> so she got more money for it which was yeah, really smart like,
1: it's funny it's like all the women in this episode were the really shrewd business people mm-hmm. i don't know if you notice that like uh with um what's her name logan's, uh, assistant? You logan's say? assistant yeah yeah, yeah kind she of was managing. pretty savage yeah yeah and then yeah. jerry like they were all just like so on fire today so mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I noticed that i thought that was kind of interesting
0: yeah for sure so we'll see where this plot line goes with the pierce deal that happened um but yeah we can talk more about like the party at logan's like i thought it was really interesting how sad he was because like um in a way it's like we always talk about how he's a terrible father he treats his kids like shit but in a way the fact that he's so miserable shows that he actually loves his kids (laughs) like he clearly is impacted by the fact that none of them are at his birthday like
1: Well, it's because he thinks that he can treat them however he wants and they will always come groveling back to him.
0: Yeah, there's a line about that. Yeah, yeah.
1: And this is the first time that it didn't happen. They didn't come back. Now what? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And one scene that I have to talk about, even though it's just a specific scene, but I laughed so hard. Like, one reason why I love Succession is just the amount of times I laugh out loud per episode is very high, just based on how many good lines there are. But um one hilarious part was when logan was asking people to like make jokes like he was like you guys need to make some jokes oh my
1: god that was so crazy it was so crazy
0: it's hilarious but it also is interesting because my thinking on that and i was thinking this like kind of in the moment is that he misses roman and shiv because they were always roasting each other right like he missed he misses the like dynamics of his kids joking around because all they would do is insult each other and shit talk him and stuff so like I feel like
1: they would even roast him
0: yeah that's what I mean that's part of why he says roast me please and then like yeah yeah, Roman and Shiv would always roast him too yeah exactly so it's just it's so interesting that like it shows insight into him missing his kids but it's also just straight up hilarious like Greg saying like trying to roast Logan like who would have (laughs) thought it's so funny
1: Oh, and then Logan, of course, can't take it, so he has to yeah. like snipe right back at him. Yeah,
0: he's like, "Where's your old man?" <laughs> chirps yeah. him right back. Yeah, that was so funny. And also, Frank and Carl trying to be funny was so like cringy, but also hilarious. Like,
1: oh, because they're just like nothing, yeah. whatever people, and they, they they're not actually it. gonna. Yeah, they can't yeah. do it. But I love how to Gary s- was like, "I'm uncomfortable. This sucks." Yeah, I'm you can tell she participate was. Yeah,
0: yeah. Over it, um, and it's also funny because in a way. Tom is always the one who bullies Greg, but there's the scene earlier in the episode when Tom is trying to talk to Logan about like, what if, what if I divorce Shiv and all that stuff and Tom is still scared of him and can barely talk to him. And yet Greg actually insults him later on. So I feel like Tom is more scared of Logan than Greg is at this point, which is kind of interesting.
1: That is interesting. And, yeah. it, and it's interesting that like Tom is now kind of uh, Logan's surrogate child
0: yeah in a way he's the only like family type person he has left i guess greg yeah. technically is a cousin too but tom is closer for sure
1: yeah but greg is that you know yeah. he's someone a to yeah. joke <laughs> with yeah yeah.
0: well he even said i'm an honorary kid didn't he say that at one point <laughs> that's kind of funny yeah and Greg's she laughed
1: like, it off she's yeah, like oh really yeah. is that what you think
0: yeah okay exactly um yeah. Uh, what else? Ha- oh, yeah. We can get to Connor. <laughs> I always forget about Connor, <laughs> but um, that one plot line about the one percent thing is pretty funny. <laughs> he's like, I need to stay at one percent. If I go under, then I'm a laughing stock. As if he's not already the laughing stock. But that's Wait. ongoing jokes. Like,
1: I thought it was interesting though because he has a fair point. Like, right, having one percent of of a national vote is kind of something. Yeah,
0: I guess it's and impressive the, to a degree. Yeah,
1: the debate of a. a about whether to spend a hundred million dollars to keep it mm-hmm. is hilarious
0: yeah that's just it's like so, classic like, these people what suck a, <laughs> yeah. what yeah. a
1: one percent of the one percent problem yeah. to have. rich people like, problems
0: um, yeah <laughs> yeah it's so hard to just like be like wow it's crazy how privileged these people are but it's such a good drama um yeah yeah and then also later on he confronts um willa and says like he wants to like make their wedding ridiculous and over the top so that it gets media coverage or something, which yeah, is pretty, pretty funny. Media
1: to... So he doesn't have to yeah. buy it, which again is like interesting.
0: Yeah, it is pretty interesting. <laughs> um, and then she's
1: like, Oh, I just want a normal wedding. And it's like, what are you talking about? You guys literally met as like, Oh
0: Mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i can't yeah. believe
1: that him and will are still together
0: yeah there's a lot of just like such toxic relationships on this show but then yeah. like they've been around for so long that you just get used to them and you're like yep that's just what it is well
1: um, we'll get to that at the very end of the episode that's
0: true I, yeah we'll leave that for the end i agree that's yeah a good call. um a couple more things i liked was um obviously Tom and Greg scenes are so fucking good, but there's the one where Tom's like trying to screw with Greg about his this new girlfriend he has and says like Logan watches all the tapes. <laughs> like he was making that up, right?
1: Of course. Like yeah. I thought that was such a, can you imagine him like, but it's so funny because at the end you see him late at night watching TV, but yeah. obviously
0: not. Not watching. Video. Exactly. I think that you're right. That was implied that it's like Tom made that up. Like they were confirming that Tom was just trying to fuck with Greg. But the thing is yeah. that I did find weird was it seems like Logan did find out about it, like Greg tells him, but we never saw the scene. Like, I was like, where's the actual scene where Greg talked to Logan about this? Like, they just skipped it.
1: Yeah, they only reference it.
0: Yeah, which I thought was strange, because yeah. I feel like that would have been very cringy and uncomfortable. And, like, so many Greg scenes are exactly like that, so they just didn't show it, which was kind of funny.
1: Yeah, actually, I agree. I think that would have been a good scene. It's a shame we didn't get to see it.
0: Yeah, but it, it led to the really funny part when he was like, make a joke, guys. Like, that was that was just as funny, if not more funny, probably.
1: Oh man, um, that was such a good scene. It was that was probably yeah. well that and the very end were the highlights for me.
0: Yeah, those are two really good picks. Um, yeah. One more funny thing that I just want to point out is how Greg is just such a piece of shit at this point. <laughs> like I, I always used to find him pretty likable, but like this episode is probably his most scummy. Like <laughs> like they're called the disgusting brothers now, which is just so ridiculous. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Greg Greg is like the the epitome of an opportunist
0: yeah exactly also was his girlfriend actually a spy (laughs) i feel like she might have been
1: no like was she the one that she was the one that was taking social media pictures yes and she tried to
0: take a selfie with logan apparently
1: right but she's not related to the um the other family is she
0: i don't think she's related to another family but she might be like working for them (laughs) in a way like finding a way to like find out information about the roys or something like that
1: exactly Yeah. yeah
0: yeah Um, I guess they never really confirmed it, but it's like, there's a chance she was.
1: I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think that Tom intentionally called Shiv and name-dropped Naomi Pierce in order to get her down the road to... To fuck over Logan? Yeah.
0: That's a great question. I was thinking maybe... Not ah, actually. Maybe he did do that on purpose. Because there's one line that Tom has that I noticed when I quickly rewatched one of the scenes was when he said, um, he said something about when Frank and Carl were like panicking about how did the kids find out. Tom like made sure to say like, oh, it's all over the place. Like he didn't want to take the blame for it. Like, but at the same time, he might have still done it on purpose. It's not like he was just covering for a mistake he made. He might have just been covering because he would have gotten in a lot of shit for doing that on purpose too.
1: You know, I noticed that too. that exact thing but i also noticed that when uh logan asked him earlier if he had spoken to shiv he said no Mm. so it's almost like he lied about it twice
0: yeah what is his motivation does he want is he truly team logan like wanting logan to win or did he just join logan to fuck over shiv and now that i don't i don't really know to be honest (laughs) i don't
1: know know. i i find the last episode of season three and this Mm -hmm. episode to be kind of a mind fuck because i don't really know where tom is at
0: yeah and i I still love his character
1: want exactly
0: yeah yeah
1: oh no it's something i don't love his character
0: no no i'm not saying you don't
1: like what he like what does he want
0: yeah i like characters like that so much though when you're like you're trying to figure them out like they're so hard to read kind of thing um but yeah Yeah, tom's
1: been like that for the whole he really has and he's it's becoming even more so
0: Yeah, yeah. Because now that he's actually made steps, like he used to be a bit too much of a punching bag, but like now it's like, no, he's actually pushing back, but you don't really know why. So it's like, it's hard to read him for sure.
1: But pushing back in what direction? You're
0: right. I don't really know. Just in a way to take control for himself. Like he made a move for himself, but now you're right. Like, I don't know if he's actually trying to keep this move going of like, I need to be in Logan's good graces. Like, why would he have told Shiv about Naomi Pierce if he wanted to? I don't know.
1: But he knows that Logan thinks he's a joke yeah that's true like, he knows that i yeah. don't know we'll see, we'll it's, see. Yeah. it's very interesting because there's
0: even the scene when he tells the one i was talking about earlier when he tells logan about the divorce and he can barely say logan barely gives him an answer at all <laughs> like it is hard for tom to know that logan will actually be loyal to him like did he really yeah. make the right decision to stick with logan when logan can't even give him a straight-up answer right
1: yeah and he's like stumbling over his words because he's so uncomfortable around him i'm like yeah i'm like i don't know tom like yeah
0: What's yeah. going on? I'm really excited to see where he goes because, yeah, it's just like, where are they going to go with Tom? It's always so interesting. Well, um, maybe
1: he'll end up running the company and that'll be the, <laughs> yeah, that'll be yeah. the
0: show. That'll be crazy. Um, yeah. One small scene that I really want to talk about before we get to the ending stuff um, mm-hmm. is when Logan went to dinner with his security guy and he actually like opened up a bit. Like he talked about like death, like what's after death. I thought that was a really good Logan scene because like we're so used to Logan. Everything he does is just business, business, business. But like now that he's lost touch with his kids, he's starting to like reflect on his life a little bit more. And like he clearly is like, oh, I don't think there's anything after death. So I feel like they might be foreshadowing he might die in the season.
1: Yeah, I don't. I found that scene kind of hard to read. Mm. I didn't really know what they were going for.
0: I think part of it is like he has no one to talk to. So the only person he can talk to is his security guy when he wants to actually like think, but like he, reflect. Like
1: He wasn't talking with him. He was more talking at him. You're right
0: so you're right that's true it's I think part of it is just like he yeah he needed to he wanted to reflect and like actually think about something that wasn't about his business it was about himself like as a person and his emotions right. and he's yeah, like actually totally. processing the end of his life might be coming soon and like he's just thinking about stuff that's not business related which is very interesting but you're right he he likes talking to the security guy because it's just like he'll do whatever he says he doesn't actually care about what the guy has to say like
1: yeah, which made the very final scene where he's watching TV late at night and like complaining about the 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 anchors, what the anchor looked like, it made it even mm-hmm. more ironic. Yeah. Because he has these moments of clarity and of depth. And then by the end of the episode, it's all gone.
0: Yeah. And it's so like a
1: sad old man in a chair whining yeah. and complaining about like it's just it's mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. where he's yes. at.
0: Because he's not in a good place. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how he's going to bounce back or if he will, like, we also didn't see there's, there, I'm also confused about the Gojo deal. Cause that's the stuff with Skarsgård. I forget what's his character, Lucas Madsen or something mm-hmm. there. That deal still hasn't been finalized yet. I, I, they kept saying it's like in 48 hours or something. And that would be a huge twist. If like that huge moment at the end of season three, like maybe Logan changes his mind or something like, I don't know.
1: Well, I think Skarsgård is coming back this season. So. Oh, he
0: for sure should be. Yeah, but yeah. we didn't see him this episode. So I'm like, no, where is that? No,
1: but I think I saw him in the promo for this season. Oh, uh, okay. So I think I he's love- coming back for season four.
0: That makes sense. I didn't watch the promo, but, but I definitely expect him to come back. And I'm just like yeah. curious about if that deal will actually go through or not. Because I feel like a big reason that the kids were able to buy Pierce is because they were going to get money after that deal goes through because they were going to yeah. resign. So like, if they don't do that, <laughs> like then they'll this, be screwed.
1: This episode is actually quite a good jumping off point because it's setting up a bunch of stuff. And mm-hmm. um so I had another question for you. Did yeah, you think the whole very last minute, like literally minute um pier steel was kind of convenient and contrived? Um for me it was a little like
0: like the way they shifted the focus from like the hundred thing that the kids were focusing on, and then all of a sudden they switched to Pierce? Or you just mean the fact that no, Logan was trying they, to buy them? They
1: were, no, it's more like they weren't even talking about Pierce. And then mm-hmm. they're like, oh, maybe we should think about Pierce. Oh, they're selling it today.
0: Like it happened too quickly kind of thing?
1: Like well, it happened immediately. Yeah, yeah I, I don't like,
0: mind it. That
1: up, There's no like, I don't know. Yeah.
0: I feel like they've done that before though, because like one of the best parts of the season three finale is the last scene. And it's all about the divorce settlement. And I feel like that kind of came up last minute where they're like, Kendall has that breakdown and then all of a sudden they're like, we can stop Logan. And then like, they just come up, this is the reason we can stop Logan. And it's like the divorce settlement, blah, blah, blah. Like, so I feel like I don't know enough about business to really care about like, Oh, it's probably unrealistic for them to just like throw out.
1: The difference with that is that they, they actually set up the whole renegotiating the divorce element in season two because, okay. I just rewatched season one and two, just FYI for anyone right. who's listening to this. So uh, yeah. it's a lot of this is really fresh. Um, okay. So that actually was like set up in the season before. Oh, so, like, so they of, talked like, about the sense. divorce settlement. Yeah, exactly. Okay,
0: Fair enough. I only rewatched season three, so not the first two seasons. But um, okay, that's good to know. Yeah, I know. so I, I kind of understand what you're saying. It just happened so quickly. But I like the drama and the characters too much for that to bother me, really. But I kind of understand what you mean.
1: And it didn't bother me at all the first time I saw it. It was just the second time I watched this episode. I was like, huh, this really does just come out of nowhere. And here yeah. we go. Okay, and like great. they fly
0: to their house immediately too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And
1: he, and they're negotiating with Logan on the other end, like mm-hmm. at the exact same, like it's all just very,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it was quick, but I liked it. <laughs> um, okay, we can get to the big, big scene at the end. So okay. Tom, Tom and Shiv, um man man such good acting I gotta point out the acting like oh the acting's incredible man they're both so fucking good especially Shiv like she you could feel her like trying to hold back tears but like she was embarrassed about it so she's like trying to pretend that she's strong like it's like the all the Roy siblings have a lot of trouble dealing with their emotions and the best way is just to ignore them and like fight them and her, a- way- her
1: acting oh yeah. my god incredible
0: and like yeah. her way to fight her emotions is just to say to tom let's not even talk about it and like tom's like maybe we should talk about it and like feel like that's a very realistic thing just like not wanting to have a painful discussion and yeah it was it was sad like it's crazy that they get you to feel sad even though you'd think it was kind of for the best because this marriage was a bit of a mess but <laughs> but it's you still feel sad for them at the same time like
1: I kind of think they're going to get back together at the very end.
0: Yeah, it's possible. I mean, they held that's hands. Amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's don't that know. crazy.
1: I think that they kind of really love each other.
0: Uh, I think they kind of love like, the idea of each other. <laughs> I don't know. Like,
1: No, here, here's the thing. I think that Shiv loves how kind and gentle and generous he is because...
0: She can control him, though. That's, just, that's kind of a selfish reason to no. love someone
1: oh that's not where i was going with that at oh, all okay
0: sorry that's kind of what i that's my read on shiv but maybe we I have know different you takes. really
1: don't like shiv i know well, we've had I, this discussion many. yeah times.
0: We, we did have a lot of shiv versus tom debates in season three and that's probably going to continue yeah. like i i acknowledge tom is also at fault in a way but like i think in terms of their treatment of each in other a way, like,
1: he went behind her back and yeah but that was business
0: i agree that was a snake move but i feel like it was she had it coming because like she's always like she says to him in the last season like i don't love you and like she just she never gives a shit about anything that he has going on like we're gonna go in circles here <laughs> but, well, what I was
1: saying before is that i think shiv loves how kind and gentle and generous he is and i think that um tom loves how like cutthroat and determined and um like strong-headed she is like i think they kind of balance each other out in like a yin yang situation so that's fair i don't know
0: yeah i mean yeah (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: maybe that's it it was a sad scene though like (laughs) like man like i felt emotional over like pretty toxic people (laughs) so it's like the show is very good at like getting you invested
1: yeah it's also interesting that now like shiv is super jealous of of him whereas before obviously the other way around
0: yeah that's true like all the naomi pierce stuff at the beginning yeah that's a good point yeah she had so many good scenes there's that scene towards the beginning when she's like i'm fine i'm fine like and she's like clearly not fine after getting off the phone with tom and like yeah and then she was like kind of the center of all the pierce negotiations and then she has this amazing scene at the end of the episode like sarah Snook. you're you're awesome i just got to give her a shout out
1: yeah she's Um, so great
0: yeah um yeah i think that's pretty much it i guess we can briefly talk about like predictions for the end of the show like I kind of like very vaguely said I think Logan might die towards the end of the season but do you think there's going to be like a clear this is the successor at the end of the show or do you think they might like drop that a little bit
1: well it's interesting because I didn't think that Logan would die in the show like I just didn't I never really saw that there's a chance he won't yeah yeah but they're really setting it up with that conversation in the cafe
0: yeah like I think I do that's think why it was will. hard
1: for me to read because I was like what is this but that mm-hmm. might be what it is it mm-hmm. might just be foreshadowing for yeah the end of the show
0: yeah I don't know like I feel like it would be a little too easy if like they actually answered the question of like this is the successor this is the character who takes over the company when Logan dies like I feel right. like it's going to be more complicated where it's like either the company will like fall apart or like no one will want to take over or like they'll sell like there's just other ways it'll probably go I okay
1: so so here's a good question what what would be a bad ending of this show for you
0: oh that's a really would hard question
1: bad? is it what you just said
0: i don't what think i would right now? here's the successor yeah to
1: the...
0: i don't think i would like that yeah if it was just like here's the clear successor. <laughs> i think this jesse armstrong is like too smart for that kind of easy ending like and I bet you some people would be satisfied with that, because, like, some people would be, like, they like the drama of, like, oh, team this character, this character wins, yay. But, like, I think he knows that the show is more complex than that, and he'll go for, like, a more character-focused ending.
1: You know, I really don't, I've, we've done this before where we try to predict where the show is going. Yeah, I don't think we've ever been right. Yeah, Like, I literally don't think we've ever even come it's, close.
0: It's tough. Yeah, so, I remember in season three, we were, like, so sure Tom was planning something. I remember we were, like, what's his plan? Like, and he was just willing to go to prison. <laughs> Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, and yeah. Um, we were dead wrong. Yeah, on, like, exactly. All accounts. So maybe yeah, yeah. there's no point in even, like, trying to guess. Yeah, um, there's,
0: sometimes there's no point in overanalyzing. You're right.
1: I'll yeah. tell you what I'm excited for. Yeah. I'm excited for the three siblings because I, like, mm whatever connor whatever <laughs> yeah, i agree for, i'm excited for the three siblings to have to make decisions on their own without <laughs> their dad cuz i want to yeah. see what that looks like
0: and they kind of did one thing i loved about this episode actually was they think they have this huge win and then what logan says is kind of true when he's on the phone with them and he goes yeah. congrats on saying the biggest number you morons <laughs> like they're so proud mm-hmm. of themselves and all they did was say a bigger number <laughs> and it's like that's not the real tough business stuff is coming after (laughs) like and like yeah so it's like they
1: think that they've won yeah they think oh we we bested him
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but that's
1: i I just don't think that's what it is it's not that
0: simple at all yeah i agree with you seeing the dynamic of the siblings working together like will they actually make good decisions like who's going to win in this battle like like we also the another unpredictable thing is like I don't think it necessarily will be the whole season, all the kids versus Logan. Like like I said, there's a chance Roman yeah. abandons them, right? Like I could see that. Or like yeah. maybe Tom abandons Logan's side. Like, I don't know. Like,
1: <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of think Tom might secretly, I don't know. I, it's funny because on the first time I was like, is Tom really with Logan? And on the second time I was like, he's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Like I just got this feeling like there's something else going on. Mm -hmm. but he's he's not like rooting for shiv so like what is he oh man the mystery of tom
0: there's a lot of questions we're never gonna get answers answers. yeah Yeah. (laughs) he's just so complex um and then also i guess one character we haven't talked about that much at all and i think it kind of makes sense is kendall i feel like he had a smaller role than he usually does like kendall had a he had a couple funny lines here and there but like i feel like we're so used to him being like the main focus he probably had like the smallest role out of all the main characters in this episode
1: you're like, right. I, just,
0: I didn't really notice Kendall that much probably because he wasn't broken like he's only the main focus when he's depressed and broken and yeah. here he's actually kind of like okay now so they just didn't focus on him I don't know
1: his only really thing was him meeting up with Naomi Pierce again
0: yeah and they clearly skipped over that like I don't think they ever explained that they broke up right
1: yeah man I think that's I think you're right I think the reason why I was bumping up a little bit on this episode was the time jump Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, what's going on? It's an adjustment. What are the yeah. dynamics? What are the yeah. relationships? Where are yeah, where's yeah. everybody at? And I think we'll learn.
0: Yeah, we'll get into it. I, I'm very excited for this season. I, I really like weekly watching too, because like every Sunday it's like, oh, new episode. I, I prefer that sometimes as opposed to watching ten episodes in a week or something. Like
1: Well, this show you can't binge because you'll just miss things.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's just a lot of like Yeah, a lot of, like, snappy dialogue. I feel like it would almost be too much to, like, really binge the shit out of it. Especially new episodes.
1: Yeah, totally. No, no. you can maybe do one or two, but, like, you can't sit down and watch ten of these episodes and understand Mm -hmm. the story. At least I can't.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's hard to follow. Um, Okay, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I really like this episode. Should we do ratings, or is that dumb?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's Go. i was thinking about this i'm like before we did the podcast i'm like oh my god am i gonna have to rate this at the end <laughs> it's um, not important
0: like no pressure but, but here it's just i'll
1: clarify this the way i did last time this was a great episode of television i'm only mm-hmm. comparing this episode to other episodes of succession right so i just right. really want to clarify that you're a
0: little but you're more of a harsher grader than i am that's fair yeah
1: well because if i and i said this before if i were to rate this against all of their tv it'd be a it's, 10 like a, out of 10. it's like it's like a 10 every time because it's so much so better like, that's fair. no point yeah
0: yeah yeah so then what's your rating
1: <laughs> i'm gonna give it a solid <sighs> I'm, I'm going between two numbers i'm gonna give it a 7.5 out of 10
0: that's a solid rating because i was thinking yeah. like 8.5 ish around there um and yeah. that makes sense because it seems like i liked it a little bit more but i'm also like an easier grader so
1: yeah yeah
0: cool like it was a solid solid premiere i'm that's not like high. head over
1: that's
0: 8. an 8.0 yeah <laughs> yeah fair enough um yeah like I'm not head over heels in love with this episode but I'm very happy with it and it has me very excited about the start of the season and like I just missed the show so much the dialogue is so fucking good the characters are amazing yeah. it's, it's
1: yeah. great great starting off point totally mm-hmm. new character dynamics for us to rather heads around so
0: yeah yeah, yeah. We'll a see. lot to adjust to but great stuff okay uh thanks to anyone who listened um we'll be back hopefully every week for the next few episodes um so yeah we'll see you in the next one thanks
1: bye